You know what? Sarah's right. This is actually a decent song, isn't it? It's not a bad song. I mean, it, it has some energy, right? Right? What was your choice, though? It was like a white keys. Black white keys? keys? Black keys. Racist. It's black keys. Oh, my God. How racist. I <laughs> Right into me. <laughs> I mean, racism is uh, okay. First of all, welcome everybody to the final 2014 of Off the Rails. Uh, in studio, just Lee and I. Sarah is in Seattle. Um, for those of you who don't know, she got a fat ass rock on her hand. I know. Holy shit! Did you see that? I saw the article. I didn't see the ring. Oh my fucking god. That is, and for a woman her age to have to hold that ring up all the time, I'm, <laughs> seems like it might hurt her hand a little bit. I wonder if she's listening. We'll find out soon. Um, oh, wow. That is big. Yeah. Fucking huge, dude. That is enormous. It looks like a ring that you get, you know, when you put a quarter in one of those machines? Yeah. Like a fake jewelry ring, like costume jewelry. That is massive. Let me tell you something. He better, I mean, whew, Playing the NFL for a couple more years with that fucking thing. Wowzers. And he's it got on to people. Yeah. She's more famous than almost everybody, I guess. Whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, the, whoa, who, whoa. People magazine. Whoa. That's pretty big. I know it is pretty big, isn't it? It was in People magazine. That's impressive. That is kind of and, and and I'm very happy for her. I've known her for a bunch of years. I said this to her um a couple weeks ago where I just she just seems relaxed and happy and and just like pre- very present like uh, you know um very happy for her, very happy for her. um i in that ring i told her that ring there better be tons of bjs involved with that ring what now not that it's gonna happen with them but uh my girlfriend and i were talking about it last night because I, I showed the story she said and she was like well if i ever got proposed to and then we broke up i think i'd sell the ring you don't have to give it back? No, you don't. <laughs> I thought you'd have to give it back, like a $30,000 no. ring. No, you don't give it back. Oh, my goodness. You, yeah, yeah, well, you give it to somebody. Listen, if I buy you a Hanukkah present, right, and then we stop being friends, you got to give that back to me? It's a $30,000 Hanukkah present. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, let me ask you a different question. I buy you a Hanukkah present, really nice. I buy you a, I buy you an Xbox. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, Hanukkah, right? And then you and I stop being friends. Do you feel like you should have to give that back to me? Or have I already given it to you as a friend? As the receiver, I don't want to give it back. But as the giver, I'd probably want it back. I mean, it depends on how long later. If it's like two years later, no. If it's like two days later, you probably didn't get, get that back. I would say this. If, if, if I proposed to a woman and gave her a big fat ring and we never got married... I wouldn't expect it back, but I do think the right thing is to give it back. But oh I don't God. think it, right? Because here's the thing. Why does she want it? And, and for her, I've heard people say, well, I deserved it. Well, I mean, did you? Did, you were both in a relationship together. Why do you? Does, did you give him $15,000? I hope so. I just, I never, I never knew how expensive they were. And then with, I'm thinking about it with this girlfriend, not for a while, but I've been thinking about it. And we've been looking, and it's like, it's basically as much as you want to spend. There's yes. a ring, so it could be twenty thousand, it could be two hundred. 
but it's just. But you know what? I think here's the thing. I think if you're truly with the right person, right? They, if you're truly with the right person, um, they understand what situation you're in. So they don't expect, Lee, if you're going to marry this girl, she's not expecting a John Ryan rock. Do you know what I mean? No, I know. And there's not, but I, I just, maybe, maybe I'm a bad person. Which we've established a, yes. a bunch of times. Yep, shallow, but like racist. We just we established that from the white keys. Exactly. Yep. But like when I've been on Facebook and friends of mine have gotten engaged and they put up a tiny ring, I'm like, oh god. Like like even me as a guy, I'm like, that kind of looks bad. And even though it shouldn't. No man, you are where you are yeah. in your life. You are where you are in your life, right? Isn't that right? You're. A- but there's so many commercials in that. Like even especially during the Christmas time, of, right? Of all these jewelry places and and show how much you love her, and it's just. It's weird how that gets into your brain. Of course it gets into your brain. It also gets into her brain. Yeah. It gets into both of you. Because, look, I completely get it that as a woman, if you also, if you have wealthy friends and you're not that wealthy and your rock is on the same table with everybody else's, you're like, well, fuck. Right? Yeah. Um, But I also think it's just going to be realistic. Yeah. And, I mean, if you, you probably shouldn't do it to impress people. Like, no, I mean, look, at the end of the day, you know where you can win points, even if you're not that wealthy. It's how you propose. It's where you go to propose. How did you do it? It's what you say when you propose. Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you remember how you did it? Yeah, I did with mine. I wish I could do it. <laughs> I wish I could do it again. How did you do it? Shh. I, perf- I pretended like I dropped something in front of her, so she wasn't expecting it. Okay. And then I proposed. That's not bad. You know, I wish I, I did it in my house. I wish I'd taken her somewhere to do it. Um, there were a lot of different. I just. Is that here? It's somewhere near here. Yeah. I, I, because for me, that I wish I wish if I was going to do it again, I would take her. I think I would do it in her hometown. I would have done it in her hometown. But how? OK, so let's say you spend even if it's not that expensive. Let's just say you spend five thousand on a ring. Mm-hmm. How do you walk around with that and not be afraid you're going to lose it? Like, if I have, like, 20 bucks in my pocket, I'm always checking for it. Which, the $5,000? The ring. Well, once you buy the ring, you take it home and you put it somewhere safe. But then, but you never know. I've lost, I lose, I lose stuff all the time. You never lose things? Not if I put it, there's one place that I know where to go. I do lose things, like okay. my keys and shit. But I'm not, I'm not worried about somebody stealing my keys. Uh, but if I, there's a place in my house. You don't have a place in your house where you hide shit? I'm going to have to now. You don't have a place in your house where you hide shit? No. I just, I just put it somewhere and I forget about it, and I find it when I'm packing to move. How do you think you'll end up proposing to this girl? Probably, yeah. Have you talked about it with her? Joe, no, I mean, we, we talk about it. We don't talk about when we're going to do it, but we talk about it. Um, but do you ever get, do you ever get like, paranoid, like someone's mad at you and they're not? Like yesterday, like Paula and I still have not fought, but yesterday— How long have you been together? A year and a half. Holy shit. Yeah, it's weird. What, do you, are you both on lithium? <laughs> we had a couple of disagreements, but yeah. nothing huge. But like yesterday, like I, I got it into my mind that she was mad that I got high the night before at a podcast, and she wasn't. What podcast? The church. What's happening now? Right. Um, and she wasn't mad, but like I got it into my mind, and like I was paranoid all day. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's gonna break up with me. And then like I just called her and asked her about it because usually what I would do is I would get mad at her in my paranoia. Oh, about what? Is that Sarah? I don't know. Uh, what's her first three digits? Uh, shit, hold on. I don't think it is. Hold on. 
323. No. Okay. But yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know if it's because I'm Jewish or just my brain works too much, but like I'll make up things in my head and then like it'll go too far. And then in the in past relationships, it's hurt me. So I, like, I made a point of like just being like, listen, I know you're probably not mad, but this is what I'm feeling. Like. Right. And she was cool with it. But, but you're but 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 you've established early on that your relationship has some truth and you can go to each other if you are fe- because the the best thing about what you just said is that you felt comfortable enough with her to not sit in harbor whatever paranoia you had was to ask her. Yeah. But that's a sign of a healthy relationship, dude. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Cuz I was feeling kind of weird about it and like I sat for like an hour or two just freaking out. Like when has I, she be, has she gotten mad at you for getting high? No. I She's not a huge fan of it. How come? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I sometimes I act goofy. I don't think she even. She, I think she laughs at me when I do that. She doesn't like it for the weight loss. She doesn't like it because I overeat when I'm high. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what you can do, which is what I do. What? I pre-plan food and put it in the refrigerator. That doesn't matter. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I pre-planned a lot of stuff. <laughs> It doesn't matter at all. Nope, not even. And then, but so if you go and buy fruit or something and put it in the fridge, you go right past it. Fruit? Oh God, no, if buddy! I, if I only had fruit in my fridge, I would go out and get something else. Buddy, buy some watermelon and and sprinkle some tahini on there. Okay. When you're high, or get some pineapple. It's like an explosion in your mouth. But I I did know I did realize again that I wanted to marry her because when I was high on Sunday night, yeah, I got home and she was still there, and I and she just looked at me. She's like. Do you want to get donuts? Because we're having like a couple days off before the new year. Have you had faux nuts? Cronuts. Cronuts, yes. Cronuts are amazing. You haven't had a faux nut? Uh, it's a fake donut. But it's healthy. Mm. I'm going to get you some faux nuts. What, what are they made out of? They're <laughs> I feel like they're going to be like soy <laughs> no, tofu but, donuts. No, because listen, first of all, I think what we've learned also, soy and tofu, soy is not good for you. It's not? No, dude. Oh. Soy, that's uh, that. I'm way behind and what's good and bad for Here's First of all, soy soy will give you man boobs. Oh. And not only that, soy and corn, it turns out, are two of the things that have the most amount of, what is it called, GMOs? Oh. In them. And, Cor- those, and those are bad? GMO, yeah, I think, you, I think GMOs, right? Can you Google that? Isn't that, is that like G- genetically show? modified, right? Oh, okay. So they, so soy and corn, I believe, have the highest amount of GMOs, and the GMOs are being linked to a lot of things, like the autism and all that other shit. Um, the autism, the autism. <laughs> but 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 so soy is not good for you. Have you been eating okay. a lot of soy? Those will give you titties. I don't think so. Those will give you big titties. I think that was mainly from the regular donuts. I had. <laughs> no, these cr- these faux nuts are delish. Where buddy. do you get them? Um, I'm going to have to ask my friend exactly where, hold on, did Sarah just, she's going to call in in a minute. Okay. Um, yeah, but they, uh, they, they're delicious, but here's the thing. Let's get back to this for a second. When you proposed to her, have you imagined how you're going to do it? I've thought about it. She really likes dogs. So I was thinking about having dogs in it. Um, Do you have a dog? No, she has a dog, but I was like thinking like, she likes she That's, likes uh, French bulldogs and, and English bulldogs. So I was thinking, like, can you rent bulldogs? You must be able to rent dogs somewhere. Does her dog have a collar? Yeah, but her dog is a pug that runs around too much. That 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 that, that ring's gonna get lost. Can't you attach the box, the ring box, to the collar? Maybe. I don't know. It's it's far. It's really far away. Like it's. How far? I, I have probably at least a year. Oh, there you go. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. But I, just, I think about it now. This is like the first time I've actually thought about it. 
And, and and have you two talked about it? Yeah, we we talk about it a lot. Like when we're married, and we'll do this at our wedding, and we talk about it. But are it, you gonna break a glass at your wedding, Jew? Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Not, that's probably that's pretty much the only Jewish thing I'm gonna do. We did, you know. Beth was um, Beth is Catholic, and I'm Jewish, and so we had a priest and a rabbi, and it was in New Orleans, and the rabbi opened the ceremony by saying shalom y'all <laughs> how do your parents react to that? Uh, it was hilarious first of all we had to find a rabbi who would marry us on uh a saturday um because there were some sundown issues okay and um you know because you have to wait till after sundown to do anything. Oh, okay. You even get married? He married us before sundown. Listen, it's if it's Sabbath, yeah, sundown to sundown. Yeah, but I thought that was just like electricity. I didn't know you can get married. No, nothing. You can't do anything. So no work. So he um, he opened with shalom, y'all. And here's how we knew that we got the right rabbi who was progressive. I met him at a Christmas party and he was eating ham. And I said to him, That's a good sign." I said, "You're a rabbi, right?" And he goes, "Yeah." I go. You're eating ham. And he goes, I know. And I said, why? And he goes, ham's delicious. And I said, fair enough. <laughs> Are you sure he was a rabbi? <laughs> yeah, a rabbi. And then the next weekend, we saw him out at karaoke with his Catholic wife, Dirty Dancing. I don't know if I want my rabbi Dirty Dancing. <laughs> but he got married to a, a no, Christian woman. He got married to a, So it was very, it was like. How did your parents react to it? Because my mom likes my girlfriend now. To, to but me. she's not going to like. Me, to me, not marrying a Jew? Yeah. I don't think it was something that they were hung up on. Oh, uh, okay. I think they kind of understood that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Sarah's calling him one second. Okay. Um, Sarah Colonna. Josh. Did, did, uh, oh. <laughs> yes. How are you? Congratulations, Sarah Colonna. Thank you, Josh. Are, am I live on the air? You are. That is a big fucking rock on your hand. It's a big rock on my hand. I know. Now, I was um, I was saying a lot, of, a lot of people a lot of people suggested that I get a wrist like a wrist. Yeah, I was saying a a woman of your age that might you might lend lend the, the tendonitis in the wrist. Did you say a woman of my age? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, wow. So that's how we're starting off this <laughs> happy fucking New Year. Yeah, well, it's not New Year yet. Uh, not your New Year yet. So tell us how it, how, we, how it, because I'm sure there are people listening that want to know. Tell us how he proposed both, both, and all that you stuff. You think both of the people listening want to know what happened? You, well, you're, um, one of, you're one of them, so the other person listening. Lee, are you there? Hello. Hi, Sarah. Congratulations. Hi, Lee. How are you? Happy, uh, well, you're a Jew, so Christmas, New Year's, whatever. Sarah, by the Happy way. Holidays. Thank you. By the way, Lee, um, Lee is looking for suggestions as how to maybe propose to his girlfriend at some point in time. Well, I've so. just been thinking about really? it, so I would, like, I would like to know how he did. I'm not any, it's going to be like a, at least a year away, but I'm looking. I will say that the, the, the one thing I've really noticed, though, from uh, Josh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the one thing I've really noticed from our podcast with Lee is that Lee's girlfriend does not listen to our podcast. No. Nope. She because listen to he any podcast. brings up a lot of things that he wants to ask about her, like, oh, her diet, or no, her, oh, and she might get mad if she ever hears this, but she clearly won't, because I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. So his girlfriend doesn't listen to our podcast. Does no. that you think that's weird? 
I I don't think it's weird just because nobody listens to our podcast. She, she's not a fan of white people. <laughs> if, if a lot she's of people to be normal, if a lot of people listen to the podcast and she didn't, I would be like, that's weird. But since not a lot of people do, I feel like it's kind of like she's like everybody else. She's like ninety nine point nine percent of this country. Okay. Um, um, all so right. Tell us. T- tell us. Um, tell us how it no. happened. Well, I got here, I got to Seattle Sunday night, mm-hmm. and I was not uh, expecting to be proposed to, but I was. He, John, we exchanged Christmas gifts. What did you get And him? then John made a, uh, I got a very beautiful handbag, a Louis Vuitton handbag. You got him a handbag? <laughs> what? You got him a handbag? No, I got, I got a handbag. I was given a handbag. No, I, I said, um, what did you get him? Oh, what did I get him? I got him um, a couple of sweaters <laughs> and a, sh- a jacket, and then I got him a bar. And I got him a custom-made bar that goes alongside his hot tub that, like, matches so that it, like, reaches the same height as the hot tub, and you can have a couple of bar stools and a bar. I'm mean, also take a picture of it. I don't feel like I'm describing it well, but well, it's a nice gift. Sounds very cool. Anyway, it's fucking good. Well, yeah. but, but Sarah, Whatever. let me you ask you. Hot tub. You don't get in hot tubs here, too. Well, no, I don't live in hot tubs. We get in hot tubs. We don't get like to get in hot boxes. That's the difference. Right. <laughs> let right. me let me ask in you. Chamber. Yes, Sarah Colonna. Um, I have to know why he gave you a bag and that fucking ring. Wouldn't the sure ring been enough? enough? Well, he because he's smart. Uh, he's a smart person, and he knew that my bag was my get, birth was my Christmas gift, and then the ring can't be all. It can't be like, oh, this is also a gift. It had to be separate. So he's smart, and he knew that he had to give me a separate gift because he knows not that I would never um, get mad, but maybe I would. But if I was like, oh, this is a fucking shitty gift, because also I have a birthday, so he made sure that I had separate gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he made a. But, but he made a, a scrapbook, if you will, and I will say he made a scrapbook. And uh-huh. He's a giant man with giant arms coming at me right now, but <laughs> he made a scrapbook, and it said the story of us on the front, and then it had all these photos and stories about all of our dating and all of our dates together, Yeah. and then at the end of it, it said to be continued forever, and then he proposed to me. I mean, it's pretty sweet. That's like, in a little gay. Really See, can I tell you something, Lee? That's the kind of shit that I was telling Lee if I could have done it, if I would, could do it again, I would propose again because I don't think I did it a hundred percent right. But <laughs> how did you do that? Uh, I think I I pretended like I dropped something in front of her, and then I had a ring, and then I think I said, "Your pussy looks great from here." No. I- <laughs> No, no, it's funny because today, John and I did, we went to radio station, and the guy said, the host of the radio station, he said that he had a panic, like, he had it all planned out, and then he said that when he got to the restaurant, he just, like, handed his wife a box and went, ugh, like, he just fucking lost his mind. And I was like, he just went caveman on her, and he was like, yeah, he just lost his mind and didn't do what he wanted to do, which is maybe what you did. I just, yeah, I feel like I didn't do I feel like John did very well. I, I also, you know, what Lee and I both want to know is in that scrapbook, how many pictures of us are in there? Just out of curiosity, like more than three or less than three? There's less than one. Less than one. So, like, I've been cropped out of a picture or? Like so I, you're just not in it. In at it, all. In it at all? That's really weird. Don't you think that's no. weird? I, and actually, I'm sitting right next to John Ryan, and he just 
he has no idea what we're talking about, but he just went, Josh is not in it at all. Yeah. He just wanted to clarify. Can you ask him why I'm, I'm not in the scrapbook? Can you ask him? I think it's because you're going to be the maid of honor. or the Oh, no, man. Josh, Josh wants to know why he's not in the scrapbook. He said you're not that important in his life. Oh, is wow. he is he gonna be uh, <laughs> yeah. made of honor? Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's getting, it's getting weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, listen, I feel like you know his first trip to the podcast was a big deal for your relationship, and I should have been in the scrapbook somewhere. That's true. Jo- Josh just said that your first trip to the podcast was kind of a big deal, and so why wasn't he included in your life? You know what? Maybe you guys can just superimpose a picture of me, like photobombing one of them. Josh thinks that we could just superimpose a photo of him at some point. Yeah, I, I think John just says he just doesn't have any photos of you. I mean, he's just not, right now he's just trying to make nice. <laughs> he's, in order, he's panicking, and I can see it. Um, hey, Sarah. You know, he's a big guy, but he just feels bad. Sarah, I feel pretty confident that the Seahawks could play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Okay? I know. I mean, so, isn't that crazy? What's going to happen if they do? I mean, well, gonna get, like, aren't, aren't we going? In a fight. We're gonna, well, I'm going. Well, I'm going, too. I mean, I've already I made my plans with the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl that I'm going. The question is, um, are we going to be able to sit civilly next to each other, or should we just wait till after the game? I think we can sit next to each other, because I think you and I are – I will say – that we're both pretty good sports. So, I mean, yes. I know it's a Super Bowl and it's a big deal, but I think we're good enough sports that we can sit next to each other. Yeah. And then I can be a good, I think I can be a good sport while I watch you lose. Really? Uh, my... John, thinks, well, John wants to know if you need tickets because he's thinking, do you need tickets from the Seahawks? Oh, he said ticket. Here's the thing John could offer you a ticket as a one person. I, I tell John, I do think if they play the Patriots in the Super Bowl, that we will see a lot of him because that's true. I that's don't, true. I don't he think they'll be. will see a lot of you if you guys play the Patriots in the Super Bowl because he won't be scoring. Well, I think that's true for any. Um, now that I know a lot about football, um, that's obviously true for any good game, right? You'll always you'll see the punter a lot. Yeah, but that's I don't think you'll see the Patriots punter a lot. Just the Seahawks punter a lot. Oh, the Patriots oh, who's the Patriots punter? Don't know. Uh, his name even Ryan have, Allen. Does he even have a name? Yes, his name is his name is Tommy Puntaloni. Ryan Allen. <laughs> Josh said his name was Tommy Tommy Puntaloni. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that was his real name. I would. Oh, Sarah. I would actually probably leave John and date that guy. If there was a if there was Sarah a dude. Oh. Pantalone seems like a great. Very Pantalone. It sounds like a wonderful dish. Yeah. As an Italian, you have to love the Pantalones, don't you? Oh, I love Pantalone. <laughs> I do. It's like my right next to a meatball. I love. Yeah. I love Pantalone with a nice side of Alfredo sauce. Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> nothing like a little pasta Pantalone in the in the winter. <laughs> it sounds dirty too. Pantalone. Yeah, Pantalone. It sounds a little bit like a cunt, Pantalone. Whoa. Did I just take it to a different level? Um, they turn things around? I mean, it's the holiday season. You just said cunt. Oh, sorry. Josh, did you have a nice holiday with your wife and your kids? Like, I, what happened? I did. I had a, I had a good holiday. Um, 
I have gained all my weight back, which I'm pretty excited about. I had a little parasite problem, but we're back. Yeah. Um, so is the bunny still alive? The money? Bunny. The bunny is still alive. It ain't, oh, so, <gasps> Sarah Colonna. Oh, my God. I didn't even ask you about Kevin Bacon. How's Kevin Bacon? We're going to have to cut off his leg. Yep. You what? Heard, you were going to have to cut off his leg. You heard no, me. No. Yes. You cut off his leg? We're going to have to amputate no. his leg. His foot is not healing well. So I'm going to, and I'm going to keep his rabbit's foot around my neck. Are you just going to do it at home since he costs you so much money? Yeah, I'm just going to break it off and put <laughs> No, we're going to have to cut it off. Wait. They have to cut off his leg, and then you're going to still have the bunny? So you're going to have a bunny with no leg? Well, what am I going to do? After he has three legs, I'm going to put him in the backyard and let the coyotes come get him? I don't know what to do. I don't know. I mean, you're still going to have him. So I know! It's, wow. It's I mean, like... this is what it's like to be a good person, by the way. So everyone listening, oh. both people listening, just it's... so you know, if you're a good person, you'll end up with a fucking shitty bunny. It, by the way, he shit in my hand yesterday. <laughs> I I was I held him in my hand so I can clean out his little cage, and the bunny shit directly into my hand. Like he was giving me a gift. I have good news for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, do you know how old he is, roughly? The have, bunny? Yeah. Have they done a guess? No. Why? Because it can last up to at least 12 years. So oh, for fuck's sake. You're, you're going to be stuck with this bunny for a long time. I'm going to start... And he's the worst bunny ever. It's like, he's not only living, but he's shitting on Josh. Yeah, and you know what else? And they eat their own poop. I saw him eating his own poop, too. I mean, what the fuck? That's all porn like that. No, actual poop. Ate his own poop. I don't even know. I don't mm. know. I, I can't quite put my finger on it. At least you don't have to clean up his That's poop. what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> You're, that's what she said, by the way, last week was with Cutlets, with Michael Cutlets, was really good. Oh, I felt really good about it. I feel like that right now that people just tune in to hear what I'm going to say, that's what she said. And then they're proud of me. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but I feel, I feel good about it. Is that, what like you, it was a good one. is that how you go to sleep? He was, so, he was a good guest. Yeah, he's a good, he's he was a good guest. Really good. Went to his 50th birthday yeah. party last night. It was, yeah, it was and good. my 40th birthday was yesterday, and I didn't hear a word from you. That's not true. I didn't text you yesterday. Oh, I texted you. I texted you on the 26th instead. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you texted me on the 26th and said, "Happy birthday!" Here, it's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you cover your base. And I respect that. I respect that. You got it ahead of time. It's better than later. Yeah. That's like you covered three days ahead of time. I wish you happy like, birthday on Twitter. I'm get this. I wished you happy birthday on Twitter. You did. That's true. Well, she's a celebrity now. Along with Michael Cubbett. So what? many. By you're, the way. You're a celebrity. You don't have time to read all your ad mentions. Can I know? tell you something? Lee now officially thinks you're a celebrity. Tell her why, Lee. Because you're on People Magazine. He thinks that's like the biggest <laughs> deal in the world. This is like my parents. All the things that I did, they didn't believe anything was real until my dad read it in his local newspaper. It's in the paper. I'm like, what? What is this? 1940? Yeah, it's in the. Fucking- you know what's funny about that uh. is that yesterday I thought my mother. I I called her. I told her I was engaged. She goes, "Well, I called. Well, my John actually called both my parents to ask uh, for their blessing. So he did that. And then I called my parents when I got to Seattle, and my stepdad, who doesn't hear very well, he said, "I said I just called to tell you that I got engaged." She goes. You called to say you made it okay? And I said, no, that I got engaged. And then I heard my mom in the background go, 
what already he just called me so he did call my parents so but all that aside nobody seemed to give a shit and then the people.com thing came out yep. i sent that a link of that to my mom just like i just showed her like i thought it was funny i go oh look we're on people.com and she wrote back and that is cool that's hilarious. So much like you, Lee, my mom thinks it's only cool that People Magazine <laughs> How did it get into People Magazine? Are you doing like a... And you went to a radio station together? Are you doing like a press tour for your marriage? That's a really good question. Are you guys doing the new newlyweds or what are you doing? You, Jessica and Nick? <laughs> Is that show still on? I would love... No, we, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm performing here in Seattle and obviously I'm, since I'm in Seattle. People wanted to talk to John, but all the radio stations are off this week. So we did go one radio station today. Um, it was like, we're, we're still open, and can you come and hang out with us? So we went there. Hey, Sarah, Sarah, can you get mm-hmm. John still there? Can you go on speaker? I can. I think he's not right next to me right now. Hold on. I really want to ask him a question. I'm super curious. John! Josh wants to ask you a question. Sorry, this is great radio, huh? Yeah, no, this is here's the deal. I really because you know he called and asked your parents uh, in to, for their blessing, which I think is very cool. Am I on speaker right I now? I thought so too. Yeah, John. No, we're not yet. Hold okay, John. I want to know what would happen if they. Said That's no. what I want to know because it's kind of an old. Come here, babe. Come here. It's kind of an old, and I love that. Josh wants to ask you a question. I love that it's old fashioned. It's very respectful, and I really dig that. Um. But yeah, what happens? I mean, do you just go? You yeah. Know? Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, John. I know. Okay, hold on. All right, John. Hold on. Here you go. Hey, John. Let me ask you a question. Um, because look, I think it's very cool, and I don't think enough people go and ask parents for the blessing. And I think that's old school and respectful, and I really fucking dig that. But Lee and I both had the same question at the same time. What happens? And I know it wouldn't have. But what happens if you call her dad and go, I would I like your blessing, asking you for your blessing to marry Sarah? And what if he goes, no? What? what yeah, I know. What, what happens? No, but, uh, it's not like I was asking for permission right. to marry her. Right. I was just asking for her his blessing or, his, or her mom's blessing. So, I mean, I don't know, I was, I was, I don't know what would happen if she <laughs> said no or she said no, but... I mean, because that's I, mean, I was pretty. I was pretty confident. Yeah, you should have been, but that would have been an awkward rest of that conversation. You're right. I'm asking for your blessing to marry your daughter. No, did they mess? Yeah, with you? yeah. Like I, I asked her dad. I gave him the whole spiel that I'd practiced for hours. Yeah, and I, I said it to her dad. And he goes, "Dude." He said, "Dude." And then he just pauses. <laughs> and then he just pauses for like 15 seconds. And he goes, "Dude." And I was like, "Well, what's next? What are you gonna say after? Well, what comes after, dude?" <laughs> Uh, and, uh, then, then yeah, then they uh, yeah, both her, her uh, parents were very good about it. It was it was good. And by the way, the ring is amazing. Who did you take with you to help pick out that ring? I know that wasn't just you. No, it was it was just me. I, I designed it. I designed it. My, it was took like a couple months. Wait, you designed, designed myself, that? I, I designed it myself, and then I took it to an artist, and they put it into some kind of computer program, and then some oh. guy flew out from New York to give me. A choice of diamonds. It was yeah, the same guy that did Jay Z and Pharrell's diamonds. I mean, Sarah wanted me to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you you're breaking the mold of the football player. You designed that yourself, man. It's a beautiful ring. He flew a dude out yeah, from New York. You. That's 
Yeah. You, I mean, you didn't play the Jets or Giants at all this year? You couldn't just, like, stop over? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been, been cheaper, Lee. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. I, I mean, listen, first of all, congratulations. And second of all, hey, you. fuck you for making us all look bad. Um, yeah. but, but that's a great story, dude. You're a romantic guy. I'm I'm a very romantic guy. <laughs> I, I try to be. What's the? Let me ask you. What What is the last movie you cried at? Uh, the last movie I cried at? I don't know. Well, I didn't cry. We watched Wild today. I didn't cry Wild. Uh, I, I, by the I, way, every, every time every time I watch Rudy, yeah, Rudy, yeah, watch movie Rudy, yeah. When he goes in the field at the very end, I always cry. Me too, even though I say it to myself every time. I'm not going to fucking cry. I've seen this a million times. I'm not going to fucking cry. And then he runs out of the field. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm fucking crying. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, only, the only thing, Josh, the thing that wrecked that movie for me is I met like the real Rudy Rudiger in person. Yeah. Total douchebag. Come on. He's He's a movie movie made about him. I'd be a douchebag if I had a movie made about me. He, But he was a douchebag? <laughs> he wasn't that cool. He kind of wrecked the movie for me a little bit. That's too bad. You hate to hear yeah, that. Yeah, it really was. I was disappointed. So you can't remember the last? Did you? I remember the last movie that I full on just snot coming out of my nose, and it was what a while was ago. It? it was Billy Elliot. It was a while ago. Really? Billy uh, Elliot has. Yeah, a, uh, John, it has. Have you ever seen the movie? Yeah. It has so I went many. To musical with my mother too. You did. Dude, yes. you are a little bit. Here's the thing. To me, that movie has so many father-son moments. That yeah. I just could, it, they just kept fucking grabbing me by the throat. Father, son, feel the dreams. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, me... you don't have a heart if you don't cry at that. <laughs> <end of> that <laughs> See, I you... mean, you don't have a dad or a heart. Uh, <laughs> you are breaking the mold of the football player, buddy. It's pretty impressive. That's right. Um, well, dude, congratulations, man. And and uh, do you guys have any uh, like? plans as to when it's going to happen or are you just kind of no, no no plans yet i think if it was up to us we just go get married at city hall tomorrow but right we got to uh somewhere in a beach in mexico and i don't know when but it'll happen soon all right well congratulations man i can't say that you, you can come that oh i can come to that josh uh john just said he he didn't want to be rude but he just wants to fuck me really hard right now Hey, what's that? What, what what just happened? He just wants to fuck me really hard okay. right now. Okay, here's he the deal. Wanted, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw up my mouth, and I'm also going to let you go. <laughs> um, Lee and I had a couple more questions, but we're going to go ahead and let you get a pounding. And, uh, oh. Yeah. That's, no, but, yeah, no, not to be rude. He just wants to fuck me really hard. Got to go, Sarah. Head. Got to go. That is whew, terrible. Anyway, just, no problem. Just, just going to fuck real hard. I'm seriously. It's making me incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> what, what position will you start with? Stop it, Sarah. Probably is... just lead. Just since you asked, probably just doggy style. Oh. Maybe a little sixty-nine afterwards. Uh, and, then, uh, and then I like to get on top. Uh, <laughs> when is this gonna end? Oh wait, is just is the engagement the end of condoms? <sighs> No, we don't need condoms. No, we just pull out. It's all anal. Um, yeah, Sarah. Then I just and then I'll take a couple in the mouth. What? Um, <laughs> it's so I actually just upset myself. Yeah, you. Oh my! I hope your mother's yeah. listening. Um, 
what you know lee and i asked uh an interesting well lee asked an interesting question earlier who you know he's going to be living in seattle because that's where he plays mm-hmm. football what's the deal where are you going are you moving to seattle no, we're gonna we're just gonna do what we're we've been doing, which is I'll uh, live here and he'll live there, and then he's gonna live in um, LA in the off season, and then we'll just see each other as much as possible when he's playing. But we both uh, want the other one to keep working, so okay, we'll, we'll live together listen, later. Listen, I there's I, plenty of time to live together. I, I'm gonna need you go ahead and do your hard fucking, and yeah. I, I will. Uh, I'm not. Ooh. This is really grody. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna yeah. I'm just gonna go off the phone and go suck his dick really fast. Ah, would you get get the <laughs> f- go away? <laughs> gonna go. Just gotta get some. Yep. Uh, yep. Hey, hey, Sarah. I'm gonna go sit on his face real fast. Sa- yeah. And no I mean, I mean this. I mean this as nicely as I can. Go, go eat a dick. Oh. Okay. I will. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Josh. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Riley. Bye. I think it's pretty cool that, so if you're listening in the future, on Tuesday, December 30th, 2014, at about, like, let's give her five minutes, 5.45 p.m., her and John Ryan were having sex. I mean. So you know that for a fact. Can I tell you, and and I'm not disgusted by a lot, but because Sarah is like a sister to me, the idea of some dude just dicking her down is disgusting to me. Disgusting. I mean, yeah. it makes makes me nauseous. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> but I am super happy for her. He's a genuinely nice dude, and um, who's a, maybe fucking her very hard right now. Um, so good. I wish we could call back with this and just hilarious. We should call back on in speaker. five minutes and put on speaker. No, I don't want to hear that shit. Um, you know, Lee. Ugh. Did you know our special guest tonight was going to be my son? Yeah, you said that when you came in, but then he said something you were going to talk about on the podcast. So we, what happened? We got in a little bit of a, you know, he and I, we got in a little bit, and I say an argument. It was me laying into him. But so this is where I want to open it up to people and maybe, and on Twitter too. Um, and I want to start with this question. Looking back on your childhood, if there was something that your parents could have done differently, right? If there was something your parents could have done differently, what would that be? If you like, whether it's I wish they'd kept me in guitar. Oh, okay. I wish they had, or it could have been the parenting style. I wish he hadn't been quite as hard. I w- anything. If you're something you looking back with hindsight being what it is that you wish your parents had done differently, what would that be? For me, I'm really struggling recently. You know, I went so long, man, with with it just being that he and I, you know, when I threw his mom out when she was, when he was like six months old and it was he and I 24 hours a day for a long time and then going on the road and look, I will tell you the positives of my son. And this is the truth. As far as as being a solid citizen, he is a solid fucking citizen and he's a sweet guard and he's like loyal, ride or die loyal. He really is like with his friends he sticks up for the the couple fights he's been in. It's because he's been sticking up for other people. That's cool. I I, I want to know what he did now. Okay. As far as being a person, I could not ask for a better person. He's a great person. He really is. 
and the way he interacts with other people and and polite looks people in the face um you know when he sees people's parents that he hasn't seen in a long time he walks up and gives them a hug asks them how they're doing really engaging as a person okay i worry about and not like normal look when i say work ethic no teenager works especially hard some do no i shouldn't say that but his work ethic for anything is not great and not only that what he's interested in besides having fun not great and i know i'm i I, people say he's a teenager and when i was a teenager blah, 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 blah. i understand it but i have two other kids who are also teenagers I'm worried in, in that maybe, and I'm, I'm worried about his future, that I haven't done enough to prepare him. Like, I feel guilty. He, I got his report card this, for this semester, and he needed good grades to do, to, do um, to get into schools he wanted to get into. And look, the, the, the semester is just really like um, basically a snapshot of what I've always been worried about, which is, he refuses anything that is hard work or even the work he's supposed to do with anything. If I haven't made him do it, whether it's um, uh, Krav Maga class to be in shape or, or, or a, um, what's that called, that fucking um, CrossFit class to get in shape or tutor so he does well in school or whatever, something that I've made, he's never, he doesn't do anything. Well, what do you mean, what do you mean? You mean like C's or do you mean like worse than that? He needed to do... He needed to get nothing below B's, and he got a couple C's in classes he should not have been getting C's in. Okay. And for me, the, 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 the grade itself isn't the issue. It's I'm worried that I have not instilled in him, and I don't know how because I feel like I work pretty fucking hard. I haven't instilled in him that. that. And it, it makes me nervous, man. And, you know, here's, you know, we talked about my other son before going to – going off to Afghanistan and that your your biggest fear as a parent is that you you are not there to protect your kid, right? Mm-hmm. Well, also, you know, part of me goes, you know, I've let him kind of find his own path. It's always been like, well, I don't want to force him. Gonna... But is it better to send a good citizen into the world who ends up having no work ethic and maybe not making a living and maybe struggling and you know what i mean like future on down the line or being chris jenner and being what i consider to be a terrible parent but basically setting your kids up for life monetarily mm, i i think you did better i my mom but why? If, but, 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 if we call my mom right now and we talk to her about me in school she would flip out i was always very lucky that i could not study and get b yeah run around and almost everything Math and science were harder for me. But I found film stuff, and that's where I, well, that's what I went into. So I would say if – I don't know what he wants to do or if he even knows. But if he finds something that he likes, that might – because, I mean, most people would say I don't work hard, but this is what I want to do. So it's but like – that's the thing, Lee, is it for me – He doesn't I, have that? He, it's not even about the grades, and I've always told him it's not about grades. Even if you've got – I know people who are very successful who did shitty in school – because it wasn't interesting to them. That's fine. But they did something they were interested in. He, there's, he's not interested in anything. There's nothing that he has grabbed. Now, look, when he goes and plays sports, do, when he plays basketball, he leaves that floor. And I will tell you, he won a, an MVP trophy, right, Be, for basically hustle. 
there's no doubt when he's doing it, he's all in. But to be good or great or to put the work in when somebody isn't making you or just doing something on your own, there's none of that. There's no drive. And I don't know if that's me. And like I said, I've kind of let him slide a little bit. But it really worries me, man. Nothing worries me more because he's going to college next year that I haven't done a good job. I think probably most parents have those fears. I mean, I would say maybe take a year off and work or maybe in college you'll find something. Um, if you take a year off from work, you're not going to college. I think a lot of people are doing it now. I think maybe really? in the past. I know a lot of people who, uh, like my first semester of college, I went to Israel. Yeah. Um, it's called like a gap year. And a lot of people are like I've talked to a lot of teachers who have said it's a good thing to do. I mean, when I was that age, I knew what kind of what I wanted to do, so I, I was just ready to get it over with. But if I didn't, maybe, I mean, not I'm I'm not saying going and working at CVS. Like, yeah, I'm saying getting an internship or or something that you think you might be interested in. Yeah, but for me, that's the thing. Like for me, I wouldn't even care if oh, throughout high school he tried seventy different things, and just tried them. I don't like it. Tried it, didn't like. There's none of that. There's not even like that. I'm going to, there's no, that none of that adventurous anything where he, at least I'm going to try it. To me, the only failure isn't trying something and not being good at it. The only true failure is not fucking trying and he's not fucking trying anything. And it scares, it scares me. It scares me. Now, like I said, on the other end of the, what does he say when you say it? He doesn't say anything. He does what teenagers do and they stare at you like this. Oh, he doesn't have a comeback at all. No, he just waits for you to stop talking. That's what they do. Oh, let me ask. Okay. So. Looking and if yeah. anybody wants to tweet it at JWSC off the rails, thinking looking back, if you'd wish your parents had done something different, please, 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 I'm dying to know. Can you think of anything? I wish uh, better eating had been because I'm, but, but on both sides of my family, it's was that something that they did not instill? It's not. We we I was both sides of the family have weight issues. Um, and they would try. They, there would be fad diets, and and their weights would fluctuate. I wasn't eating. A, my mom was very. She stayed home basically my entire childhood. Mm-hmm. I wasn't eating McDonald's a lot. She would make almost every meal, but it just wasn't necessarily the healthiest. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, it tasted great. I loved it during it. But looking, I wish I didn't have to work this hard now to lose the weight. Okay. Well, let me ask you. Do you feel like? Do you feel like that was irresponsible of them? No. Or that they didn't I, I, know better? I also don't think I would, for myself, I don't think I'd be the parent who'd be like, you can't have soda, you can't have candy. Like, I don't want, I don't, I think that's bad. I think that's bad when you put too many rules on them, on, on kids. Uh, Why? Because, well, I will tell you, well, yeah. Because then you're putting them in a situation where they where they'd lie, like if they went to a friend's house. Well, here's the thing, I will tell you this. You know, one thing that I have always tried to instill in my kids, they feel safe telling me things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, I, I really believe you as a parent, you have to live in an, you can't live in an ideal world. You have to live in a real world. And, the, and, and, and you have to actually kind of find a, a blend there, right? I always tell my kids, like I would tell them, whether it's drinking or drugs or whatever, I'd be like, sex with, here's the deal. I know what I want you to do. I know what you're probably going to do. Let's meet somewhere in the middle. But I don't want to, I, I was, I'm with you. I never want to put my kids in a position where they feel like 
I'm going to do this anyway, so I have to lie. Yeah, my mom was probably stricter than I would have liked, but then just recently I've seen things that made me realize that she was right. Like, I, I went to Vegas a few weeks ago, and you wouldn't believe how many toddlers parents bring with them to Vegas. I know. And granted, I don't know your situation, so I, I'm not, I can't fully judge, but my parent, my, I never once went to a casino. Or a bar or a place like that. Well, okay. So, so looking back, you, you the 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 food thing. Mm-hmm. Can you think of something in your childhood that you were like you hated, but now looking back, you were like, well, that actually it was a good one. Hmm. Uh, I was never allowed to watch. I never had a TV in my room, and mm-hmm. I was never allowed to watch like TV at dinner. Like we always had conversations. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I think that's good. I think it. I think when I see parents. Uh, go out to dinner and their two kids have oh, like, me. like an they, iPad they or something. Have an iPad. It's not like yeah. they're even sharing. I don't think, I think, you, I think, you know, and I've always done this in the car. I don't let my kids on their phone. Like if you're in front of other human beings, I feel like you should be making eye contact and doing shit like that. Yeah. Let me read a couple of tweets. Lee Stevenson says she wishes her parents would have been more lenient with no pop and no chips other than Friday nights. Interesting. Um, but is she in good shape now? Yeah. That's an interesting question. Uh, and does that mean you went you went off the rails with food? Because that's the thing when when you like I went to school with a couple Mormon girls, mm-hmm. and look, they were pretty repressed in Utah. She, you know, by Halloween, one of the Mormon girls was having anal sex with a dude in a gorilla suit, and I know because my roommate was the dude in the gorilla suit. Was she doing it because... Because she had been kept under lock and key for okay. so long when you let them go, right? So to me, there's got to be a little bit of give and take. So I understand what Lee's saying. Mike Vincent, interesting. She, he says, I wish my parents would have beat my ass more and been more strict with me. Which Do- is the other, which is the opposite end. Yeah, no, I mean, I, my parents were strict. And I, I, was, I'm, I didn't get to do all the th- cool things. My, oh, this is one. My parents didn't buy me a car. Yeah, I didn't. And my dad, I, I, I'll remember this forever. My mom and my dad got me together, and they said, we're going to match whatever you get for a car. But then my dad always worked for himself, and then probably a couple years before that or right around that time, everything was going downhill money-wise. So I ended up, they didn't give me anything for the car. Um, so, but, and I I was jealous of my friends at that point because mm-hmm. I, I lived in the, I lived in Sudbury. I don't know if you know. There's some money a, there. I lived in a very rich town. Yeah. My parents moved in just before it got rich. So I had a 97 Chevrolet Cavalier that was beat up in a parking lot full of BMWs and Escalades. Yeah. So I was a little bit self-conscious, but I never once crashed that car. All my, A lot of people in my school would, you appreciate would, would, would it. Totally, so yeah. I like that. I always had, I had a job from the time I was 14. Um that's the thing, man. Yeah, like, so I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I, I did the same thing. I told all my kids, if you want a car, I'll match whatever you put in. And, and Nikki said that work ethic is a personal choice. She says, I don't think it's a choice. I understand. And I understand what you're saying, Nikki. And I appreciate what she, she said some kind words about me as a parent. And I appreciate that. I understand work ethic is a choice, but I also think it has to be instilled and I don't know by me giving him the choice whether to work or not, whether <clears throat> I put that in him enough. I think he's probably a little bit. I mean, I, I just I don't know. But as of right now, you're doing OK financially. I don't know how long it's been. But does he remember when you weren't? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago, man. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. But here's the thing. You know, I did what my parents did. 
we were fucking poor growing up, but I don't think I knew it until I got older because I, I never was without. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, we, I just never knew we were poor. It's harder. It was harder than I think because now with technology and all that stuff, it's a little bit easier yeah. to tell. Um, yeah. I mean, we were, and even when my my dad's thing went down, we had some rough money things, but I was never on welfare or anything right. like that. Um, but I don't think it's a, a personal, I don't think anyone chooses to be, maybe some people do choose to be lazy, but. Well, I mean, like I said, man, what's, what's better? Um, sending a good person, because he is. Like I said, as as solid of a person, and I do believe that. Like as I love who he is as a person, and he's such a caring, like charismatic dude, and sensitive. And I, 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 I would not hesitate him bringing him into any room with me to talk to people. Well, that's half of getting a job. Okay. But so what's better, sending that person who may not have the best work ethic into the world or sending somebody who may – and look, I know, like I said, you got to live in somewhere in between ideal and real. Ideally, that's what you want to send into the world. But honestly, for his future, when I maybe – who knows how long this ride – I certainly do not, have, do not have enough money to never work again. Shit could end next year and I'd be fucked and he'd be fucked and it's not like I'm supporting him for the rest of his life and he's living off of an inheritance. That's right. not happening. I don't know if people understand how much money comics make. Not that much. Right. You have right. a comfortable living, but it's not like you have an inheritance. It's decent, but we're not... If I was out without work for three months, I mean, we're yeah. fucked. Yeah. Okay. So what's better f- for me? Do I, I, I was thinking about it all day. Is it better that I send him some cutthroat fucker out there who's going to have enough... I know, I'm confident that whatever business he gets into, his work ethic and his focus is so sharp that I don't have to worry about him providing. Now, he may be a bit of an asshole, but the truth of the matter is I could die knowing he'd be okay. Or... Do I die? Is it better that I love the the human being I sent out, but I'm worried that that human being may never actually reach a potential? I think the human being is better because every job I ever got, if you're an asshole, yeah, a you probably won't get hired because if you don't have good personal skills, you're not going to get hired. And let's say you do get hired for some reason, you're not going to last long, especially in corporate America. Well. I don't know. What about the person who is... By the he way, might not be CEO, but he might have a good career. And then also in college, maybe he'll find something. Maybe because... Hold on. Someone... Ethan Bailey, if you're listening, you want to call in and give a teenager's perspective, please do. We would love to hear it. Does he have a... Do you know the first three of his? Because we have a couple calls coming in right now. Let's let's pick one up. All right. Uh, hey, you're on with Josh. This is off the rails. Who, who am I talking to? Uh, Brenda from Orange County. Brenda, did you just send in, I wish my parents wouldn't have moved out when I was 16? Yeah, and I'm raising a kid by myself. I have been since she was one. My daughter's 21. She flailed in high school. She didn't get into the colleges of her choice. She's going to be moving along next year to a four-year with two AAs. She works two jobs. She's fantastic. Plus, she babysits my boss's kid. So she started out as just a good human being. 
but she's good. And, but, but I've worked my ass off in front of her, too. I, I hear you. And by the way, very similar to me because I was single for a long time raising my kids. And he's seen me work tirelessly to kind of get to where I am. My question to you is when your daughter was in high school, did you at least see that she was interested in something? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no. She wasn't interested in anything. Uh, a little bit of photography here and there just because it was a fun class. Uh, once in a while, chemistry, that sense faded. I mean, and then I work in employment. I work in high-level contract labor, IT and engineering. Yeah. I make a, a decent living on a consistent basis, some months better than others. But she's seen us be poor and she's seen us have money and you know she has to work for things she pays her own phone bill she pays her own insurance um i did buy her a car because she needed it for school but i mean you you kind of have to think do i need does do i need this kid to take the bus to school or do I need her to want to go to school? Oh, yeah, Brenda. I mean, so. everybody, by the way, every I wasn't judging about people who do buy their kids' cars. I th- hey, listen, I, 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 that's why I don't, by the way, subscribe to parenting books. Because when you read a parenting book, as, as somebody who's, who's, who has three kids, right, what a, the only thing a parenting book taught me was that I shouldn't be reading parenting books because every kid is different. And when you read that parenting book, if your kid doesn't follow the exact steps in that book— you think your kid's fucked up. But the truth of the matter is, every kid is different, and you have to parent every child different. So I didn't want, I didn't want to pass judgment. And they all judgment. fuck up at different points in their life. Yes. Yes. I mean, I just, yeah, I, and I agree with Lee. Like, I put my daughter in school right after high school. She went to one semester of college, and then she went, luckily, we have people in Europe, and she traveled for, through Europe for 10 weeks. That's fun. Brenda, think- and, well, it's important that she doesn't think that Southern California yeah. is real life because it's not. That's true. That is very true. Brenda, thank you wow. very much for calling. You're welcome. Good night. All right, bye. That was a good one. Yeah. And like I said, it reminds everybody that that things, uh, you know, everybody's different, right? So maybe that yes. And then someone, uh, Sandy Jean, just tweeted, uh, "Trust me, my 16 year old boy definitely chooses to be lazy." I think my mom would say that about me in school, and part of it was true, is I wasn't, I was being lazy, but also, I guess it's laziness, but just if I wasn't interested in it, I put in the the minimum I knew that would get a B. So it's, I guess that could be construed as laziness, but I put, I, I got straight A's in all my phone classes, so I... Yeah, I, but to me, if, if I saw that as a parent, mm-hmm. I would be okay with that, because I would know that that... And you know what? Now that, by the way, I'm having a little bit of a revelation. Now that I'm talking about it, I think part of it for me, Lee, is that because uh, because it was just he and I for so long, right? And and going on the road, I think part of it is I just feel guilty not being there for the last four years. Like I know I'm providing, and but I think that really, my dad's going through that now. My dad worked for my childhood. And he he didn't go on the road. He went on the road towards the end a little bit, um, but yeah, he he wasn't really uh, going to sports games, Dad. And he wasn't. Oh, that kid! But can I tell you, every sporting event that I've missed, and I didn't miss any when he was growing up. I coached every fucking team he was on. Mm-hmm. It crushed me on the road. It literally, when I would get a 
text from Beth or from him after his game. I mean, of course I wanted to know how the game went, but it fucking crushed me not being there. Yeah. My dad looking, my dad gets a little bit emotional now because he and my mom have broken up uh, a while ago. And then he, he feels bad sometimes. Yeah. But I had a very comfortable childhood and he was, he was there. He was, he, I wouldn't say he was a, a bad dad. He was, he wasn't, he's not like a, he wasn't like the goofy, mm-hmm. let's take all the kids out to pizza, but he was a, he was a good dad and, and I don't think you can overanalyze oh, it too much. Shit. I, I, I think my kids would, would say I'm a good dad. I think a lot of, I think a lot of how I feel is my hangups. I, I, you know, part of me, you know, being when there's a short, what I see as a shortcoming, I guess my guilt of being away makes me think, well, if I hadn't been out of town, at least that wouldn't have happened. But I, it all comes back to just, I so desperately want them to, to, to be happy, you know, and to, to enjoy this life. And, and, and I want to make sure that I've, Given them the tools to do that. And when I see that, like, I know everybody's not perfect, including me. Um, but when I see that the cracks in their armor a little bit, it fucking is really difficult for me. Yeah, but if you were there, I don't think anything would have changed. I think people who are, I mean, it's not like you would have been on him to do his homework every night more. No, you there. because you know what? I truly did, you know, I, I truly wanted going into the parenting thing. I truly believed that, look, you, you learn more from doing than from someone telling you. Right. So, but I, I constantly tried to let him do and this, it was the same result. And I don't know if I was just beating my head against a fucking brick wall or let me read a couple more of these tweets and let me know if. Who, just, do, you want, who do you want? Ethan to call in? Yeah. Okay. He, he just hung up, but he'll probably call back. Okay. Here. Ethan, call back. Justin from Quincy said, I wish my parents hadn't pushed me to play sports. I didn't want to play. Used an ink pad to fake a soccer injury. Oh, I'm glad. I was terrible at sports, but I'm glad my parents made my mom made me play. Yeah, are you why? I think I learned a lot from it. I think I learned not giving up as much. I think I learned I made friends. Um I, I was I was ter- yeah. I was terrible. I was the worst one on almost probably every team I was ever on. Uh but I, I think I'd probably make my kids because even my girlfriend's not athletic at all. But I think we should, if we have kids, it's important. I think sports are important. I think so. You know what I think? And you do it early on, by the way. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, Ethan's calling him. Okay. Hey, Ethan, what's going on? Uh, not much. How are y'all doing tonight? Good. How are you? How? First of all, how old are you? I'm 18. I'm a freshman in college. So you're fresh out of it. Um, is, yeah. Is there anything you wish that your parents had done differently? That you think would have helped you? Uh, not really. I think they did everything right that I can think about it. Now they've just really put it on me. Like, you know, I have to go out there, and if I want to make a living for myself, I've got to do work. Either that means going to college and getting a degree or living at home and working a job until I can get my own house and, and just live in my hometown for the rest of my life working that job. Right. So they've set it out, and I think they've helped me get to the point I am, like they're helping me pay for college and everything, and they've set it out, you know, if I go to college, they'll continue to help me to get my degree, but if I decide that I don't want to do college, I'm going to have to rely on myself to take care of all that. Yeah, you know, I did the same thing with my son. I Look, maybe, fuck, I mean, maybe I'm just, 
too worried and maybe he'll get to college and things will snap out or maybe, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, I, so, so that's like, yep. For me, this first semester was really a wake up call. Cause I didn't do as good as I should have. Like I didn't put in the effort and everything. And that was really a wake up call for me. You know, that I've got to put the effort in if I want to do this, if mm-hmm. I want to be successful in life and not live in a one room apartment for 80 years or however long I'm going to live that I'm going to have to do some work and that I'm not going to be able to just skate by. And that was something that woke up, clicked in my head and, you know, made me realize. And do you feel like even that, um, that was something you understood during high school too, or it just kind of clicked in now? Is that something that you were like, why are they being so hard on me? And now that you are out of the house, that it's something that you understand a little better or you always understood? Uh, now that I'm out of the house and I've been on my own more, it's kind of it's it kind of clicked after this first semester, and I realized, oh, I won't be able to just you know maybe skip some classes, turn in half of the assignments. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go every day. I'm gonna have to turn in every paper, put in an effort, and if I don't, you know, it's not gonna be good. That gives me hope, Ethan. I didn't realize it until my mom visited a few weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I mean, and I. I I I'm not I didn't screw up until now, but I didn't realize how good of a job they did or she did until about a week ago or two weeks ago. I uh, and Ethan, thank you very much for calling, man. We appreciate the phone call and good luck in school, dude. And keep reaching out to us. Thank you very much. All right, I'll be safe. I got to tell you, man, it it didn't. You know, all, all my kids were at the house this weekend or over the holidays, and I don't think it sunk it really sunk in until this week that i i know this is like a selfish thing but i hope they think i did a good job do you know what i mean like i really i don't think you can even ask them for like probably 10 years i'll never ask them i just hope they know that both beth and i but that have really done what we thought was best but it's such a fucking crapshoot dude like it you never know. You made mistakes, but yeah, everyone but makes every, mistakes. Yeah. But it's because you're flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah. And you know, you like I said before, you can't parent saying you, your different kids the same way because they don't react the same way to shit. You know, one of my kids, if you yelled at him, he would be like he you'd see him in his head, he's like, Is this it? So you're yelling at me. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but Jacob, you yell at Jacob and you can see it wrecks his world. Wrecks his world. I don't know, man. I, I um okay. I'm gonna read a couple more uh, tweets from you guys, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna sign off here. Lisa says, "I wish my family would have done more family trips with my cousins, uncles, and aunts." I will say this about our family: we do a lot of that. We're pretty close throughout the generations. Um, Melissa suggests that I should get my son a petty loves. He's already killed two fish. Uh, <laughs> Everyone kills a fish. Yeah, but if you can't take care of a fucking fish. Um, Okay, Sandy Jean, you read that one, right? Um, Nikki's Marty Ruiz. I might not be college educated, but my mom is proud of what I've worked for, and she couldn't be any prouder. Thank you, Marty. Um, Okay. Yeah, listen, I'm not... I'm, where's he trying? Where's he looking to go to school? Do you know? Uh, he would really like to go to Arizona State. But here's the thing. Samantha says, I have the same concerns as my son who's 15. The worst thing my parents did was let me take that year off. Oh. Interesting. See, I... It must not work for everybody. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. For me, I think a year off just puts you into the workforce. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I know some people who it didn't. The thing I'd be worried about for Arizona State is is it, I know it has a reputation for being a party school. He wants to get into sports broadcasting. It has a great sports. Oh, so and he, he likes sports. So yeah. yeah, maybe he should just go in and maybe he'll really fall in love with that. Then I hope so. Um, and guys, uh, thank you for your tweets. Um, I, I appreciate it. We couldn't get to reading all of them, but very cool. Uh, and thank you for a great year, guys. Uh, 2014 was a lot of fun. 2015 will be even better. Um, Lee, what are you at? Mm, happy New Year. Thank you for listening. That's all. I don't really... Happy New Year to you, too, thank buddy. You. What, are you, what are you doing for New Year's? Uh, New Year's is amateur night, dude. I don't go out on New Year's. It's a going out on St. Patrick's Day. No show or anything? Nah, I'm not going to do any of that shit. I, I, New Year's, honestly, New Year's parties are like getting a hand job from somebody else. It's a good idea, but it's always a little bit of a letdown. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so <laughs> I don't know if that's the right analogy, but that's the one I'm throwing out I'm there. Definitely cliffhanger. I actually, I actually enjoy hand jobs. So we can talk about that in 2015. Okay, what was that in 2015? But you know, nobody ever does it as well as you do it. I disagree. Somebody does it better than you, then you have been cheating yourself, Lee, because you're never as honest with somebody else about what you truly like, and nobody knows the exact motion and the speed. I don't do really any motions, and then I just got introduced to lube. That's great. What have you been using? Just dry. Dry? Yeah. You've been going dry your whole life? All these years. No wonder you think she's so good at it. But lube, it feels like it's like too, like too weird to just do by yourself. It's too much. You're getting, you're getting too into it. Well, that's what I'm. You clearly are not comfortable enough with yourself. You you don't think Joe Diaz has stuck his own finger up his asshole before? Oh, I know he has. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. If you can't be nice to yourself with some lube and a silk sock, then you have not treated yourself. But well. I also I don't do as much rotation as they do in hand. Why jobs. don't you do one? I don't know. I figure out like a like a motion that. Gets the job done, and I just I don't I don't. You really... hate yourself. No, you I, hate yourself. I just was never that into giving myself a hand job. I guess I. I just you do, hate I yourself. Up, I just do regular up and down. You don't twist. I'm not really much of a twister. Oh, I, I enjoy when other people twist for me. We're gonna have to talk about this. Um, I'm gonna be at Cobb's this week in San Francisco, um, January second through fourth with Jiffy. I'll be in Sacramento the week after that. I will be in Virginia Beach the week after that, and then I will be in New York City um, the last week in January with Jiffy as well. Guys, it's been a good time. We'll see you next year.